1: Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we're going to have a special guest, our daughter Alexis, joining us in the studio that will share with us more information on the topic of prayer, according to God's Word. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: We are live in the PNT Podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And nope, we're not going to have a lesson this week. We have another special guest for you today. But anyway, let me take care of some quick housekeeping, and then we'll get right down to the special guest we have on the show with us today. You guys know I love it. I love to give out definitions, and we're going to talk about the power of prayer. Prayer, topics on prayer. This, this month is filled with prayer, and that's what we want to talk about. So I'm going to say the biblical meaning and the world meaning of power is this. Ability to do or act. Capability of doing or accomplishing something. It didn't say extraordinary, just ability to do something. Psalm 25 and 4 and 5 says this, Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior, and my hope is always in you all day long. I am equally excited about this week's episode Hey, my young loyal listeners, you are in for another blessing. God is definitely in the blessing business. We must live in a posture of obedience to receive all that God has for us. You have to be in a, in a space where God can bless you, and that is through your obedience. I have with me today Alexis, our special guest in studio via phone. Please give it up for Alexis for joining us today for a Teen Bible Study Taught in 10 Minutes.
1: Now, before you go saying, oh, that's their daughter, understand that God told us to raise up our child in the way she should go, and when she is old, she will not depart. Well, guess what? Our daughter decided to do her own thing. But the seed was planted, another came and watered, but it was God and only God that gave the increase, and she is here now to give you a glimpse of her prayer life.
0: Alexis, this month's topic of prayer and episodes have all been handcrafted by none other than the lovely Sister Bennett. We've heard you've been doing some awesome stuff for the Lord, but we'll get into that story just a little bit later. So my first question to you would be this, as you, you know, say hello to our guest real quick before I ask that question. I'm sorry.
2: Hello. Hello. Um, thank you. Thank you again for having me. I'm honored to be here.
0: So my first question is this, why do you feel prayer is so important in the life of a Christian?
2: I think prayer is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, um, in the life of a Christian, because prayer is your communing with God. And I believe our relationship with God is like the most important relationship that we can have in our lives. So just like if you're in a relationship with your significant other, you have to have a conversation with this person like daily. I have to communicate. So, prayer, that is like your communication with God. Um, I think with prayer, you're able to withstand attacks from the enemy. Um, prayer brings healing and deliverance. Um, the word says to not lean on our own understanding. So, well, in order for us to not lean on our own understanding, we have to go to God in prayer. Um, so, yeah, that's why prayer is so important to me, why I think it's the most important thing in
0: the life of a believer. Wow. Uh, that's, that's quite awesome. You, you, you used a couple of scriptures. You said, lean not to our own understanding. You talked about prayer also being our protection from anything that goes on outside of us. Uh, it, it's our way of communicating with God. And the fact that, like you said, you know, c- prayer is, is really communication with someone you're in a relationship with. And if we say we are the children, uh, basically the sons and daughters of God, then why not have a conversation with our Father? Right?
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So my next question would be this. At your former church, you joined a prayer ministry. What inspired you and what did you get out of that?
2: Okay. So the, the inspiration behind it, God. I literally felt a tug and like a pull on my heart to join the team. And I'm going to be completely honest. At the time, I was not comfortable praying in front of people. I was only comfortable praying in my room behind closed doors, just me and God, just chopping it up, but, um, so yeah, he inspired it, and when I got on the team, um, I noticed I became more comfortable and more bold um, in my prayers, so just being um, with other believers who had a strong prayer life, it helped to build my prayer life, but it also helped me to be more comfortable um, with praying out loud and praying in front of people and not even just that, but praying for people. Um, And yeah, I've always been the type of person, I love to help people. Like I just have a heart for people. Um, I have a heart for God's children. So when God asked me to do that and I realized, oh, I can pray for people. Oh, and I can shift some things in the atmosphere. Like, oh, let's go. So it helped build me up in those areas as well.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I mean, you kind of stole a nugget from our last week episode uh, without even knowing it. You mentioned being around other prayer warriors caused and elevated your, your prayer life and how you prayed. And that's simply two or three are gathered. God is in the midst. And where God is, there's always elevation. There's always an increase of power, of confidence, or whatever it is that we're lacking. God gives that increase in the moment that he's with us. And the fact, I tell you what, it blew me away that I want you to hear this, my Young Lord listeners. Alexis said that she loved praying for other people. She, she wasn't praying for selfish stuff for herself. The, she was using the power of prayer to change other people's lives. And, and that's, that's an unselfish act. And God would reward and bless her for that dedication and commitment to helping others, to be to stand in the gap for people who don't know they even need to pray. That is truly awesome. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to my next question. Have you seen the power of prayer? Well, let me, say, let me back up. I'm sorry. How have you seen the power of prayer change your life? I know you said you pray for other people, but how did it change your life?
2: Whew, Lord. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try not to be too long-winded with this one. But, oh, the power of prayer changed my life completely. Um, when God called me out of the world, (laughs) all I could do was pray. Um, God has had me in a position where all I could do was really sit in my room. He isolated me. Um, and I could only sit in my room and pray. And from me doing that, um, he healed me. Um, he strengthened me, um, and just built me up, like built my character. Um, I noticed, so it's funny, I was having a conversation with my mom maybe like a week ago and I was telling her, I didn't know that when you pray to God, he'll tell you, talk back to you. Well, now I know that, but before I didn't know that. So for years, I would literally talk to God like all day long. Like I would literally just say it out my mouth and it wasn't until God had me in isolation where I could sit that I, I learned that, oh, I can hear from him as well. All these years, I thought, it was just mindless talking. Like I'm just saying things. But over this last year, God has brought so many things back to my remembrance. And he's like, um, he's just brought things back to me and just let me know like, I heard you when you prayed this. I saw you when you did this. I heard when you said this. And it just, it just, he continues to blow me away every day. But let's get back. Um, Prayer has changed my life. Um, I've noticed when I pray, I ask for wisdom and I believe God has truly given me the wisdom that I've asked for. Um, his word says we can ask for it and he doesn't rebuke us for asking. So that's one of the things I asked for. And I've noticed I've become more wise because before I was very foolish and I still have some foolish ways. Cause you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not there yet, but I, I'm working on it. I'm trying. Um, prayer has also changed my life. Um, like I said, has built me up and made me stronger, especially in moments of weakness. I wanna share something that happened, I wanna say maybe about two months ago now. (laughs) Um, In this situation, if I hadn't prayed to God that morning, um, I could have lost everything that I had worked so hard for over this past year. Um, that morning, as I was praying, God was preparing me for a situation that I was getting ready to walk into, but I didn't know until I walked into the situation. Um, but God had already been preparing me and downloading what he needed me to do in that situation. So when the situation occurred, my flesh, (laughs) my flesh wanted to rise up and I wanted to react out of anger, which is what I used to do. Um, but in that moment, Holy Spirit said, pray. And all I could do was pray. And after that, I felt a peace that was like no other. It was almost kind of scary because (laughs) I was like, I should still be angry. I want to be angry, but I wasn't because the peace of God had came over me. And I know that if I hadn't prayed in that moment, if I hadn't given it to God, like I said, I could have lost everything that I had been working um, so hard for. Um... I have seen the power of prayer change my desires. Um, I used to desire the things of the world. (laughs) Um, Now I just desire more and more of God um, because through prayer, I have built my relationship with him. Um, And I feel like we've gotten to know each other on a more deeper personal level. Uh, Well, he already knew me, but I've gotten to know him on a more deeper level. So I only, you know, my desires have, have shifted completely. Um, what else? Oh, the power of prayer has restored my hope. Um, and increased my faith. I know I talked on here before about um I used to battle with depression and anxiety really bad. And the more I pray, I realize like that the heaviness has lifted um i don't worry like i used to now when any anxiety rises up i just pray i give it to god because i'm like look i, I can't do this here i'm gonna give it to you because i don't want to lose my mind um so yeah I'm, I'm sure there's more but yeah that's how i've seen the power of prayer change my life It's changed the entire course of my life <laughs>
0: Wow. Uh, Deep, deep, but positive. I mean, you dropped a lot of little nuggets. Uh, You used the power of prayer to change how you thought, how you react in situations. It it prepared you for situations. Uh, You talked about the relationship aspect of the power of prayer, how it changed how you you, you talk and and your boldness and, and all these things. And like you said, there's so much more. And I'm sure given how long have you, you've been on this earth, there's a lot that you could share where you could see how the power of prayer has changed your life from one day to the next and one year to the next and one decade to the next. And my young little listeners, this could be your same experience too. You have to trust God and you do that by going to God in prayer. As you heard Alexa mm-hmm. say, she gave a lot of this stuff over to God and just asked God, help me to help myself, God. And God stepped in and did what he does best. So that takes me to the next question question that we have here it's a two-part question and it states what is the most difficult part of prayer and having a prayer life
2: the most difficult part of prayer and having a prayer life for me um in my own personal experience is thinking that it has to look a certain way um there are days when i don't spend as much time in prayer as i would like to And I have to remember not to condemn myself for it. um, To not beat myself up for it because I was having a conversation with my sister about this earlier um, and yesterday. That we just have to be careful not to get into like a ritualistic routine um, when it comes to prayer. Because you're focused more so on, you want to focus more so on the relationship aspect versus the religious aspect. So what I mean by thinking it has to look a certain way. I know sometimes we can get in our head, like, oh my God, I gotta get on my knees and pray. I have to pray for this amount of time. I have to do this, I have to do that. When in all reality, God just wants you to come to Him just as you are, um, with whatever you have, whatever's on your mind. Like I, I stress to people all the time. You can have a conversation with God, just like you sitting here having a conversation with me. Um, and I think that that's what God wants. He wants that that vulnerability, that comfortability. It's like, I, I, I feel like God says, I'm your father. Just talk to me. Tell me. Whatever it is, just come to me. But we can get in our own way sometimes and get in our own heads of thinking. It has to be a certain way or it has to look a certain way. Um, I remember early on in my walk, and it's early on, which is just literally uh, about a year and a half ago. if that um, I would sit before God, and I would be like, I don't even know what to say, or I would feel like I wasn't, I didn't speak eloquent enough, or I didn't have the proper terminology, and I remember saying, well, I'm not a Bible scholar, and God's like, I didn't ask you to do all that, I I just need you to be you, be you, the version of you that I created, just come, bring that to me, and that's what I started doing, and I had to get comfortable doing that, because I have a tendency to overthink and I'm coming out of that, or I'm trying to come out of that, um, but I can't do it by myself. So I know I need God's help with that. Um, so yeah, that that's the hardest part, or the most difficult part has been for me, um, thinking it has to look a certain way. I also used to struggle with um, just the vulnerability and transparency aspect of it. Um, just remembering God already knows everything. God already sees everything so you don't have to put on an app when you're coming before him just be yourself let it flow speak from your heart um and if the things from your heart don't align with his will for you or with him allow god to correct it yeah
0: <laughs> again uh our guests last week and i guess this week I have never met and boy you hear the confirmation in the conversation that we're having here with Alexis right now. Last week, Sister Tasha talked about the rules and not having rules in prayer, that you don't need to set an appointment. Like Alexis said, you could just have a conversation with God. He just, just talk to me is what he says. There's nothing spooky, there's nothing difficult, there's nothing hard about prayer. Yes, we get into these rituals that, oh, I got to pray at this time, I got to pray for this long, I got to pray on my knees, I got to pray in a closet. I hear all this ritualistic talk about prayer. So what happens is, my young Lord Listers, we tend not to want to pray because we say, oh my God, I don't have that kind of time. I don't have a prayer closet or I haven't made my appointment with God yet, or I can't get on my knees because uh, my brother or sister is in my room and they're going to see me and they're going to think I'm weird if I do that. So no, I don't pray. I got to do it in secret in the bathroom. People can't see me. So there are no rules and there's no ritual as Alexis said. So here's here's maybe my next to my last question uh, is simply this. If you were teaching a class on prayer, what would be the first three things you would teach? Just what, what would they be real briefly so we can get to that last question? I think it's important.
2: Okay. Um, the first three things I would teach, um, number one, <laughs> relationship over religion. Um, I would teach the importance of having a relationship with God versus, um, just religious protocols and laws and religious standards, um, that would be number one, um, and then I guess the next um, two things I, I would combine um, teaching about vulnerability before God, um, trusting Him, and being transparent with Him.
0: Oh, nice! Oh, nice! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I yeah I, I did say short. I did I, <laughs> I did say that. So uh, there we have it. Uh, one, two, and two and three together because. Uh, I think this next question is a really powerful question that I do want to get out in the atmosphere. Uh, She didn't know I was going to ask this question. So, you know, I like to throw a curveball every now and then. And here's my curveball. So question six is this. We've heard all the awesome things you were doing out here. So we recently heard that you started a YouTube channel. And I want my young loyal listeners to hear about it. So here's the question. What inspired? And you tell them what it's called. I want you to say it with your words what it's called, why you did it, and who you're hoping to reach?
2: (laughs) Okay, yeah, you definitely threw me a curveball with this question, but let's go. So, like you said, I recently started and released my YouTube channel, um, and it is titled Just a Girl with a Testimony. Um, God gave me the name for my channel last year. I had no idea um, what it was for at the time, Until um, March of this year is when God told me to create a channel. And that was the first thing that came back to me was just a girl with a testimony. Um, And with this channel, I am looking to reach just God's children, um, this generation and the next generation and just the generations to come, um, just to encourage them, to motivate them to inspire them because this world, this world, there's so much deception going on in this world right now. And if you do not see things through your spiritual lenses, um, you leave yourself open and vulnerable to attacks from the enemy. Um, And that's something that I struggled with for most of my life up until recently. Um, So yeah, when God placed it on my heart to do this Whew, it was scary. It took me a long time to accept it, um, to accept this assignment, Um, but I realized I can't do it without him because it didn't come from me. Um, Because Alexis would have told you two years ago, I'm never getting on a public platform and sharing my testimony or sharing anything because I was too ashamed. Um, I was too embarrassed of the things that I had gone through, the things that I had done, but seeing, God's redemption and that God still loved me in spite of me. (laughs) And I'm not going to cry. But seeing that God still loved me in spite of me and in spite of my past and that he could still use it for his glory. Saying yes was the best decision I've ever had to make. So because I know that I can't do this out of my own strength, I also see the importance of a prayer life in this. Um, Because like I said, the idea didn't come from me. The assignment didn't come from me. It came directly from God. So I have to make sure I'm in alignment with him um, at all times as much as I can. Um, I have to be able to hear from him to deliver the messages that he gives me or to share what he's placed on my heart to share with his children. Um, And like I said earlier in the podcast, I've always had a heart to help people. Um, and yeah, God has shown me that it doesn't look like what I thought it would look like or how it used to look like in my life. He's shifted everything and I've just gone along with his (laughs) plan. So that is, that is like the basis of my channel. (laughs) And the first, um, and I only have on there like my first three videos and it's just me sharing my testimony and how I got
0: to the place in my life where I am now. So, yeah. So, Young Lord listeners, you heard it from the producer and the creator of A Girl with a Testimony. Go Just the
2: Girl with a Testimony. Oh, let,
0: let me get it right. <laughs> Just the Girl with a Testimony. So, I encourage you and I implore you to go check out, hear her story and her journey to where she is today. Uh, it could be your story that can one day be a testimony. So, yeah. check it out. So before Alexis go, hey, young let's pray for her and send her on her way. Father God, we come to you right now thanking you for this great and awesome day, a day that we have yet to see, that you saw fit, that we would rise in, oh God. A day that you said, that hey, you gave us that tap of love. You woke us up and said, I have a work for you. I have a job. I have a mission for you. And we are here to fulfill that mission, O God. We ask that you clean us up, Lord God, as white as snow. Remove any sin, whether thought, deed, or action, O God, that we may come boldly before your throne, that you may hear our prayer for Alexis and her ministry, just a girl with a testimony. Father God, we pray for her right now. Give her strength. Give her courage, Lord God. Give her humility. Give her confidence, Lord God, to continue to spread your word and to speak your word with confidence that she may touch a life, touch many lives, touch a million lives, oh God. Mm -hmm. Have your way in her life today, Lord God. Bless her in any way you see fit, Lord God, for her commitment and sacrifice to serve you and to spread your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen
2: amen amen amen
0: thank you so much so alexis we thank you for joining us on the show and until next time see you later see ya as always please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted until next time stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to god after all it's your reasonable service with a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, It's Christian Education Ministry, and associated with Real Time with the Bennetts, Well, real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah,
1: it's like that.